Hello and welcome to another episode of the After the Whistle podcast. Uh, my name is Keo. I'm joined today with Corey, Frangelda, Smiley, and we have a guest with us by the name of Yvonne. How are you guys doing? Not so good because our teams are not giving us too much joy at the moment. It's football season, Charlie. That's another day. But I, I thought by now you had in your heart. It was my an awake. Never... <laughs> my... Don't tell him to speak for himself. Speak for yourself. Having a very speak abusive relationship. <laughs> Me, I really enjoy my weekend because my team no play. Your team no play, so you they relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my team no play, so my weekend no. But which one? Which one is worse though? Weekend where you know, say Charlie, the thing end, or week where Charlie you go for hold that L ah all the way to next week. Charlie, during the week you have distractions. On the weekend, it's just you and your thoughts. Exactly. And weekend, like <laughs> if, especially if you lose the early kickoff or something, your whole you know even if you watch all the matches properly again, because your whole weekend is poor, like. No, I prefer Monday defeat. Anyway, uh, Van Gelder, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Not the results, my team. Uh, I want to my team. Yeah, I'm you, good. You have been the good. You have been the good. Why are you lying? Somebody you cannot be good in this pain. life. Oh, not really. <laughs> bro, if you see the tourist ball I see last season, my I've, ask you, sis, I've hardened my heart, so I'm cool. I'm cool, crap. Uh, Yvonne, we haven't heard from you. Hi. Hello, hello. All right. Uh, let's jump straight into it. It's been a busy weekend of football. Uh, the Women's World Cup concluded today, um, sometime in the uh, early, it's late, late in Australia, but then kind of early afternoon on this side of the world where Spain and England battled it out for the championship. With Spain coming up as uh, champions, a Goal scored by um, Olga Kamanara. Um, a lot of you, I mean, the media has clearly, uh, clearly favored England to win it, but then, um, given the trouble, given the troubles that was reported in the Spain camp or in the Spanish camp, you know, uh, this this scene, this 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 the, the scenes over down in Australia. It was clear for everybody to see that Charlie. If if you people come to, if people come together, work together, they're able to get the result which they wanted. Um, in terms of numbers, in terms of impacts, I think this has been one of the most memorable women's World Cup in my in recent memory for me, anyway. Because given that the uh, former champions in the USA, they were making a lot of noise about equal pay, which we covered um, sometime two or three years ago. I think Smiley also wrote an article about it. Um, yes, a lot more a lot more support has been thrown behind the women's game in recent years. It's even clear to see that this was a record-breaking World Cup in terms of viewership, uh, in terms of uh, participation, in terms of uh, just media coverage as well. Right? The, yeah, yeah, in a place where the out the, the 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 time doesn't really help but then you still had a lot of people following the games you had a lot of people also talking about it you know um obviously in england um you have top teams such as united arsenal chelsea um having huge a huge quota of players over there um but you know still coverage around it was well was well done i don't know if you guys were able to watch any games or you gave a talk about it a bit. Very honest. The only game I saw was the final. You, the you, times you the, the games were played. Yeah. Mm. 
I really wanted England to win it, so me, it really pained me. <laughs> Charlie England, why is why is he need a live rush like that? Though? Dude, con- just constant <laughs> disappointment. Uh, they were talking about uh, the the woman coming uh, to replace uh, Southgate and since like ah ah uh, bro more disrespect I was about to Charlie, say Charlie, I would take her over Southgate Charlie, Charlie 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 I'll take anybody over Southgate but here Southgate, first class, I'll take wow, her over Southgate you you take small English manager no right now every everybody's poor I watched I watched two matches because you know every time I was at work but I watched the Nigeria yeah. England game. I also watched the Colombia. I don't know if it was Colombia, England, or Colombia, somebody like that, bro. I was very impressed by those two matches that I watched. Sorry, that should be Colombia, Spain. Yeah, those two those two games were very uh, very the, good. The, Colombia had the youngest goal scorer um, in the tournament, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Or well, she That's scored in two previous one. Do you mean Caicedo? You don't know. They have Linda. They have a player called Linda Caicedo. Make Liverpool fans go by that one. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. By all, by all, I think it was a pretty good tournament. Um, there was some reporting about some rift between management and um, the federation and the players, but we don't want to get too much into that until like all the facts are out there. So yeah, congratulations again to the uh, Spanish women's team uh, for winning the World Cup. Hopefully, they'll build on the success and the game will continue to grow as we hope it to be. I hope England wins the next time so that I can use Lauren James to do two now. She wishes she stamp, she stamp plays and says, you see, you... It's okay. I don't want to get into yeah. I think maybe Chelsea should probably bid for, for her because she's definitely better than, than her brother. <laughs> she's in our, she's in she, our women's she did team. already. We just go, <laughs> just go pull him, keke. We go, go in my head. in there. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Then, then, they need, they, then they need to move her out of the women's team because, like, the brother, every time she hit, I mean, like... <sighs> Bro, see, you put things that Chelsea men's team has spent. If you see the way... The my hands is buying in that her, her team. You think she's a terrorist? So you put the dominance, the dominance for that side. They just be buying, buying. They do for the no we because we have, we actually do have the best manager in the league. Okay. No, but also but put, we also they have nothing by a checkbook. They have nothing by a checkbook. It'd be like somebody where you get money where you don't know how to spend the money. That's <laughs> what also, they, they mean by nothing by a checkbook. Every time in my hands they come up against us now that your coach. She the cook them like beans. Why you there? They chat anyhow. It's not just because she has the best players. It's only because she's actually a very, very good coach. Look at her record over the past eleven years, bro. They didn't even have a gym when she came in. So it, it not be every time it be about money. She's actually Where a the gym, very. What's the remember... take build up? No money. Ah, then she not get. Then at the try to say then it not be every time everything be about money. As she come, she starts. She for proving body like she had to win a couple of times like three or four times before mr abramovich was like you know what make we start a full some money give this woman then since so you know just be sick of money that be why she deposit i'm not going to deny that in like the past five six years they've made very very strong investments bringing in the likes of uh, some care and things but i won't take anything away from emma hayes she's an absolutely brilliant manager who has who has earned the right to buy whoever she wants but speaking of brilliant female managers, I also want to give shout-outs to the um, England manager, Serena Vigman, because I saw her record over the past week. Apparently, she's managed in four major tournaments. She's been to the final in all four, four of them. Yep. It's just that she lost the two World Cup finals, but it's still a very, very impressive record. Even the one that you were still, right? 
Yeah, she won the Euros. Yeah, she won the Euros twice. She won it back with to Netherlands. back, I think. So, like, apparently... Was it back-to-back? Me, I vex him. Yeah, Jerry Russo, so I vex him. <laughs> and apparently, USC are targeting Russo no wasan, masa. Uh, you all right? Let's 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 go uh, to the weekend results. So uh, we game week two started in started on Friday with uh, Forest hosting Sheffield United's new uh, newcomers back into the Premier League with uh, Forest winning that one two one. Uh, the big games on Saturday were Spurs United and City Newcastle. Where United losing as Spurs uh, Ten Hag's team looking very unfit and City holding. Back Eddie House, uh, Newcastle to a one-nil victory. Uh, other results over the weekend: um, F- Fulham losing to Brentford, Mitrovic to moving to Saudi Arabia. We'll cover that later. Um, Liverpool winning a bo- uh, winning against Bournemouth three-one, and Brighton still looking like the money team <laughs> that they seemed to be last season, uh, defeating Wolves four-one away. Uh, should we should we should we end Saturday's game before we come to today or make our yeah. just... let's start let's start from today. I'm ready, uh, let's start from today. Today. <laughs> today. So fresh on our minds, uh, Villa Villa too as well. You know, showing their class, defeating Everton four 0 and um, a London derby at the London Stadium. David Moyes against Mauricio Pochettino. Uh, David Moyes West Ham against Mauricio Pochettino's Chelsea. Uh, West Ham winning three one uh, with te- with uh, with ten men. Fresh, I mean, I wasn't able to watch the game because I was moving around a lot. But then me, I woke up to I woke up to the score at halftime with it being one one. Um, what I think James, it was it James Ward Prowse who had set up the the guy who got sent off. I can't mention his name out loud. I get, I get, I get. and then um, who who equalized for Yusuf? Can't need to make a man like Kans. Uh Second half comes around. Uh, Antonio scores, and Ka- when Caicedo makes his debut, ends up uh, conceding a penalty. Oh, I forgot the Enzo miss save craft. So you, <laughs> I said two hundred million. They're, they're not so, so, so 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 this one. I don't know who won't take him, and whether I go take give rival fan make you give you the breakdown. With the sauce. Take your rival fan. The, no, crack, crack, rival no day, fan. crack no day. Smiley, Smiley will be a bit diplomatic about it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sauce. If Yvonne wants to take it as well, no, too. Well, no. <laughs> How much? See, you put it. See, Chelsea, they vex me because people not get any sense. <laughs> Just they buy anyhow, anyhow to fit anything. Then you say Pochettino make you work magic. Because this week alone, you people spend, this week alone, you people spend upwards of one eighty. Because Why? how much was Lavia? Why? How much was Lavia? Sixty. Sixty. Oh, sixty. It it not be sixty. I don't beg you. Be Liverpool then take sixty gold. Try, and oh, so you you go tell me or you not go tell me? I tell okay, you. Okay, so what? You be figures, it be, man. It, 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 it be fifty three plus five. euros of pounds. <laughs> No, AKA 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50
They did the chat. That be one date. Oh, that be one see, date. Me, my pl- my one o five no calls I pay. Yes. My one o five no 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 miss penalty. Yes. My me 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 my my one o five he win trophy. I didn't ah, pay. Sorry for left. This one I can't help you. <laughs> so Corey, you were saying. I didn't pay well. So you 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 put this chuku whatever you put go buy from. Chuku chuku. No wait 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 no. Let's even come back after. Eight hundred or one billion or whatever you post. They spend two That'd billion. The they say they spent two billion. Bro, do you see the team they put out? Galagad and says, "Why do you have two hundred million mid- midfielders and Galagad they play?" Why is Enzo taking penalties? Why is Enzo taking penalties? When he come? And shout out to my boy Kawawa for for Jackson because he, he he told us. <laughs> Shout out to Kawawa. Hey, you see, this is what I was asking last week. Oh, that when you look at the Chelsea team, do you see a team that spends that much on players? Because the team so looks it doesn't so look it so basic. See, hey, Vangada, come come to the front of, of the class. Sir, please, I'm here. Uh-huh. <laughs> come and answer for your crimes. <sighs> see, first of all, you put the talk half of that money. They go that the, my friend, my team. friend. They're never, I'm not doing that over here. Let's be serious. Make, make, some make, of the make, boys make it up next week. Ah, see, see, see. go claim lashes. Some of the boys will claim buy. lashes. Some of the boys will buy them heads. So calm down, calm down, Gilby. But at the end of the day, yes, it was poor. Like we lost to West Ham. Casado has this. The, I don't think I've ever seen a debut this bad before. Like, never. I've never, like, we were the mouth there crying. I've never seen a debut. Oh, always a blue. But I'm 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 always a blue. Hey, don't talk about a blue. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but on a more serious note, though, like it was, it, I don't think the performance was that bad. To be fair, we we did dominate the game, but at the end of the day, the most important thing is to score goals. And if you are not scoring goals, then you are in trouble. So for me, that's where my worry is. Like I I like Jack, Jackson. I think he will come good eventually but i think we still need uh um somebody who, who who can guarantee like cash money in terms of goals and that's one of the things that bothers me about how much money we spent like how can we spend all this money and we didn't spend some on somebody who guarantee us goals uh, balogan did the uh, 60 million i beg you oh no 75 as he say, agents want to resurrect something with a beg see just take Bless. the money we take give you for the for, for habits no eh they add like 15 mil, then they come to their table. Like, we go take go, Juventus go take Vlaovic like that. And the but the Vlaovic person you don't like. So I give you value. We, don't like. we, we know the value I'm where Juventus, the value I'm go. You, you won't come by Lukaku. First of all, you don't get money. You sound so character to something. We the one 45 million. You character to something million come. Where you say, make we mom carry 40 million come add that money you they take come. Come by Vlaovic. First of all, what kind of shady business is this? Wait, but doesn't that make sense? Because if they are valuing Vlaovic at 80 million and you are valuing Lukaku at 40 million, so just give them Lukaku and take for give them 40 million. But we don't and but we don't value Vlaovic at 80 million. They bought we him for 70 he, million. So how much you want me to sell him? We know that why then the, we it be weird and they can't take due profit. Okay. Ah <laughs> uh, Brighton already take all the profits. So even if they know. We no, we value him at around sixty-five, which I think is a fair, fair value, right? We give you Lukaku, we add fifteen, maybe rising to twenty million, 
And I would take Vlaovic. I don't understand Even how you can spend 100 million on DMs, but spending 80 million on a striker is where you draw the line. Because at, the, because at the end of the day, right, we they can't do some very shady business. Me, I think <laughs> it's very shady. Because it's Juventus. They're a very shady club. Just being Juventus, they're shady. So if they want your player, the money they take comes if you don't know say with the money then then for take bribe somebody they take and give you you don't know where the money they come from right and at the end of the day the two clubs must have it must come to a conclusion of the valuation of the new player that is being sold we don't value the guy at 80 million euros we are sorry but we don't we just don't we don't think he's an 80 million euro player so if you think Lukaku is 37 plus a three or a four or a five million in add-ons, rising to like 42 million, and we say, okay, fine, we will accept this offer. Meanwhile, this money self you did take him, you go pay him over like five years. Meanwhile, Saudi pack we plus like 45 million could uh, that money the rest. It just be Lukaku where he say no one goes Saudi. That's why, like, we take the money long time, go busy. Most money, like, most money, most money, so most money. Like, money. Your money won't shift the conversation away from what happened to Chelsea. Ah, they come back. Most That's money. They come back. That be why they come back. Do so, you tend to come? And they stand here. And they come back. So at the end of the day, I am a bit worried uh, in terms of our attacking. Uh, in in terms of our uh, in terms of our attack, I think we are a bit light, and I don't know whether we'll dip again into the markets or what we'll do in that regard. I, I, I'm not too worried about the team because I think we played well. I think we dominated the game. We, we just, we just no score goals. We, unfortunately, the goals be what you did here. So if you don't score the goals, it's not a base how well you play. At the end of the day, Alpha Kaiseido, we all know that he's good. So I'm not worried that he'll come good. Enzo Fernandez, everybody knows he's good. He'll come good. I'm not worried. I just want to. I just want us to do better going for it. Mudrik be the one way. I'd give him very very bombastic side eye because. Hmm. But I don't know what's going on. I don't mood. know what's going on. He was so good in preseason. He looked very confident. His it finishing was boot. better. His passing was better. Boot. You see. I say changing boots. The changed boots worry him. Yeah, the boots go watch the preseason game and see the boots like they were make you go back to that boot. But also, like we've also changed the formation that we played in preseason, and that's one thing I don't, I don't fully understand. We were playing stable four two three one in preseason, the whole of preseason. That's the that's what we played, and that's what we were creating chances, fluid attacking football. Then we started league, and then we are back to three at the back. I don't, I don't really understand what's going on here. Like, I don't get that. Because you people want putting your, trust... your fake captain who will not really be your captain, but then he's, he's answer for playing, no? Abi? I, I think that's also an issue. I don't think... I base Bangladesh Ch- this thing. I, I, think, I think that's also an issue. And, and I hope you are not talking about Rich James because Rich James is a cash money. But if you are talking about assistant captain, Chili Dia, then cool. Because I'm not the biggest fan of Ben Chilwell. Right and like there's this weird thing going on where Poch is not playing him as left back, but playing him as high wide left wing something something. I know the bab. So there's something just going on with the formation that I think Poch should just go back to what he coached them in preseason. You taught them to play in four two three one. Just stick to that one. Let the boys play that one. That's the one that they've psyched their mind for. I think if we go back to that one, we'll we'll, we'll improve even in our 
our attacking sequences. And then more, because right now, if every time Jackson make isolated entries, by the time we they play the 4 2 3 and then more people they enter the box, Gallagher and things, then they enter the box and things. So I'm not that worried. I, I am disappointed that we lost, of course. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate, but I'm not that worried. The people then they then they, then they chat to my boy Kaiseru anyhow. I they bookmark all them tweets, especially them Liverpool fans. Bookmark, book, your... bookmark boss. That team is a bomb, he bomb the first game. Make me see the home debut. Make me see the home debut. Make me see the home debut. This one day he come off the bench. The home debut there will be against Luton, so sometime it will be cool. Right? Yeah, sometime it will be cool. But uh some fortune disappointing, disappointing, disappointing results today. But I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. See, me, I think you should be worried because the way you're trying to brush off all of this, I see. Watch Mali, they come in there. See, you, you're all the camo. They said you were diplomatic. Come at me, bro. Brush it off like it's nothing. Like you've played your first two games, you you have one point, you finish celebrating that draw at home against Liverpool. Now you've lost against West Ham, who aren't actually that good of a team. And you're trying to make it seem like it's all good. Because me, I keep talking about this thing about the squad building you guys are doing and the direction you've chosen to go in. Because these young players, you've decided to bank everything on. It's going to be a huge issue for you guys throughout the season. Because I keep saying the ideal way to build a team is to have like a select group of experienced players and then have the young players as people who are there to compete with them for their positions. So if you are signing a Mudrik, for example, then you have a more experienced person who is there to rotate. I know you guys have Sterling, but Charlie, that guy, his, um, I feel like his, his ability was vastly inflated by Pep's coaching. So when you have guys like Mudrik, Tukumeka, and all those guys, like how much experience do they even have at top level, Rasta FC, Rasta FC. When it's like for someone like Enzo, me, I'm a huge fan of Enzo, so he's not someone who I even like to slander or anything. But for a, and he's also a what World Cup golden young player of the tournament winner, World Cup winner. He was playing excellent football with Benfica, even in the Champions League. So his pedigree is something that I wouldn't um, speak too much against. But for a Caicedo, for example. What Corey told us last week, he's played like what 50 games in the Premier League. He's not a uh, he's not a very experienced player, and he's also a DM. For you to spend 100 million on a DM who has played 50 games for Brighton, who mind you, their system also um makes a lot of players look really good. I'm not saying their system players, protected him a lot. Like, I'm not saying those players are not good, but like, if you're playing in a Brighton team, players slot in and out very seamlessly. And you can even see from the way they've carried on without both him and McAllister. Both of them have gone and they are still playing like nothing has happened. Like, it's business as usual. And that's for, for me should be a huge worry for Chelsea fans because if players can slot in and out of the system just like that, then you should be very worried about the people you are signing from them because and go fix package nice soap give you and you never could know. Three hundred so, million to, to just bro, Brighton, them package I think. two already give we all. <laughs> if the say no pair with the hope say you know this. Them package Pukurella then them exactly trio. Exactly. I even Pukurella, forget. I even forget about that. Then this Sanchez goalkeeper. I don't want to talk about them because it just be two games. So it'd be cool. But dude, how you people got rid of 
Kepa at a 65 million or something Kepa to keep the Sanchez. No, I know they understand who. No, I be Kepa in own eh? Like there's nothing we could have done about it, right? The club wanted to shift him out anyway because Charlie, they, they know the rate I'm like that already. But he, he has very high wages. Like Roman Dems gave him almost 200,000 pounds a week in wages. The clubs where they only won by Kepa, Valencia, and things, they don't get that kind of money. You know, Bob. So when Real Madrid came and asked him, Real Madrid wanted him before they ended up with uh, Courtois. So when Real Madrid came calling for a Spanish guy, bro, there's absolutely no way. Like, he even left the country, then the, the, the club said, no, no, say, he left go Spain. Dude, right. he said he said that he doesn't want to come back. Or he said he hopes they uh, Real make it permanent. Ah, uh, did you see his first training session? Uh, they will bring oh, him back. back there, he will come back. They will bring him back. Pay. So, <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not fully convinced on the Sanchez guy. Again, we are looking to sign one more. Keeper. I mean, you shouldn't be convinced because he had lost his place at Brighton to Jason Steele. So it's not like he was the problem. No, you see, on, on one hand. On one hand, uh, Roberto De Zerbi, just like Pep, likes his keepers to play in a particular way. Unfortunately, Sanchez is not in that mode. And secondly, he fell out like personally with Roberto De Zerbi. So there, there are those two things. So I'm not too like beholden on that, that he lost his place to Forrest and Jason. Because Jason still is good like in terms of shortstopping and then playing out of the back. So that's, that's one side. I just want him... To, to be good, you know, at a better level than Kepa. Because if he they can't do the same things Kepa do there, uh, 25 million over seven years, it'd be cool vibes, but nah, it, it, I, I don't think that's what we need. Amortization, right? whatever they call that. Amort- amortization. <laughs> for me, the bottom line for me is that for all amortization. the Amortization. The bottom line for me is that for all the money Chelsea have spent, they should have at least had one world-class signing among them. Enzo is potentially one of the best midfielders of his generation, but I don't think he's world-class as per the um, requirements of world-class players that I give the other deal. That we've set up on this platform. Yeah. <laughs> as per the requirements. Like, he's won the World Cup and he's won Young Player of the Year, at a, a Young Player of the Tournament at the World Cup. His... So he has stick like two. <laughs> But me as for that one there, the talent is there. But for me to call him world class at this very moment, it's very hard. But the bottom line disagree. for me is that the 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 bottom line for me is that for after spending almost a billion euros, if not a billion already, you should have had at least have gotten one world class player player, not just potential potential everywhere. So I agree with you. I agree. It's, I it's agree. a concern for me, honestly. But then on the other hand, too, some of the people we bought, we've already sold already. So, yeah. <laughs> like, security man. He did, he did do Zongo things for, for Saudi. So, yeah. But it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. We'll be back. Don't worry. We are good. We are good. Sure. Okay. okay. Now, let's go to those who are also struggling. Uh, United plays Spurs. I'm ready. I can do the preview if you know. No, no, no. Nobody asks you. If one hasn't mm-hmm. spoken, if one hasn't spoken, it, she she has declared herself a Spurs fan. So to see her team win uh, at home against a, a, a top side, although they haven't yet really hit their stride, 
<laughs> Top side. Kind of, where would where would your last? Yo, what be the Tottenham coaching name? Postecoglou. Ange. Ange Postecoglou. Angela Postecoglou. <laughs> And again, it'd be Angela. Angela no. Oh, you didn't lie. It'd never lie. be Angela. It'd never be Angela. Make it no matter now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yesterday's game, obviously, uh, United United fielded the same side uh, that we was last week. Um, also, Spurs ended up losing Kane. So that, 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 that brought about some conversation as to who will step up and take his place. Although that um Richarlison was bought for that particular purpose, but hasn't really, you know, been productive um after with a four. Oh, like, it's called Wilson. Oh Charlie Calm see, down. Calm sidebar. Down. Calm down. Wilson Calm down. scored one. Antonio scored one. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Eleven Richarlison. These boys you can't <laughs> talk more. I don't, I don't know if you follow <laughs> that um just I don't know if you follow if you are following that uh is, is it beef or tiff or I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> it's a tassel. They want to do it's it like it's banter, but it's it's a a tassel. Tassel. it never be banter. It never be banter. It's a tassel. See, they won't do like it be banter, but the team touch Richard. Oh, if a touch up, if he wants every, every day, he wants straight for people, but you don't do anything there. Ah, what again? But yeah, um, I digress. Obvious. Uh, United uh, conceded. If I remember, did they con- did they concede second half? Yeah, yeah. Um, two, the two goals were given in the second half. Mm, yeah, but they they played they played all right in the first half, but then just kind of fell away in the second half. Um, uh, Spurs were very were very compact. Uh, the transition, the transition ball that Ten Hag wants to play, I don't know, man. So um, I'll let I'll let Yvonne speak first on how that how her team performed, and then Smiley, you can take up <laughs> United's. United's performance. I don't think you should give United's own to Smiley though. No. Uh-huh. Why? You don't talk about your team. <laughs> sorry, eh? sorry, sorry, sorry. Sure. If one, if you could. Okay, so as a Spurs fan, um, no surprises yesterday. Um, hey, Charlie, we start uh, we... <laughs> No surprises. Wow. <laughs> she came out hot. <laughs> hey, she came out hey. so hot, bro. Oh, yeah, fake up small. What is. They really come for you. That's blazing, bro. Hey. Oh, okay. 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 All right, here we did. We normally start the season on a right note. So, yeah. And, like, it looks like United has become one of our small boys. United and City. So, yeah. Ah. Uh, hey. Okay. Wow. If what? Calm down. Make she said Manchester United. You know what? We'll bring you back for the North London Derby. We'll bring you back for the North London Derby. Calm down. All right. All right. Cool. So yeah, we cool. we won. We won against. We were lucky to have won against um United. When you look at the caliber of players they have, as opposed to us, um, bro, they have me. There's no caliber. They. You're just a hater. I mean, um, we also have serious issues to deal with, especially our centre forward. Rich Allison hasn't been hasn't quite lived up to the expectation. It was like a dip in form from from Everton, what he showed at Everton. And so yeah, we are looking forward to subsequent games. Like I said, we normally start the the the, the league on the right note. We win like a, a eight successive games we win like manager of the month so like no surprises so we are looking forward to our next game that's that smiling 
Like they're too over me, oh. like <laughs> you come to express what what why not go over you? You never what? get this family. Oh, baby, I, 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 I sympathize, me, I sympathize. I sympathize. One time just can't rattle you for your own podcast talk. I sympathize. You see, you see, you are you're Tottenham's bitch, bro. Okay. Small boys. Hmm. He said you say you're and you're united. You see, you see, like you said, the first half was actually really good. Like the results was hugely overshadowed by what's happened in the second half. Because the first half was actually, like, there were good sequences of play. There were, like, two clear-cut chances at least. There was the um, Bruno chance, and the Rashford one was offside anyway. But I think Rashford also had a second chance that he should have done better. Like, there was there were good sequences of play. I think the main issue with United at the moment is that the decision making in the final third is very very poor. Like so, you see the team winning the ball high up the pitch. What when was the penalty shots? First or second half? First half, and it was a clear stonewall penalty. I'm so not having it. We we are not having it over here. Uh, we we did take balance last week. Ah, Spurs <laughs> also had a penalty. So where where that, do you go from here? Well, that be shoulder to shoulder. No penalty going. Ah, you be shoulder to shoulder. He literally kicked his leg. Shoulder to shoulder. shoulder. Ah, you See, are with the contest uh, for the ball. He to the embody, embody. He to then he be falling to hand you know, up. That's like in a video short, game. So if he they, if he they do shoulder to shoulder, like he they enter your ribs inside. So you know, be say. So how be shoulder to shoulder? If you they shoulder my ribs. That way, shoulder they reach because if you shot, so like that way, shoulder they reach. You wait and they make you try shoulder to ribs. Now they look wonderful. But see, in the first half, United was actually good, and I would say that was the first half decent performance I've seen from Mason Mount. I'm saying half decent, I'm not saying decent. I'm just saying half decent because at least in this one, number seven. In this one, I saw some promising signs. I saw him playing deeper, even though he was still not uh, too dominant on the ball in terms of showing himself up for the ball and all those sorts of things. But he was coming, he was playing a bit deeper. He had some impressive sequences of play. So at least that was a promising thing. But in the end, when you have brain dead people like Anthony and Sins up top, you, there's not much you can do because you find yourself getting the ball in dangerous positions and it all comes to nothing. Rashford 2 is just not a number 9. He's not a striker. So it, his hold-up play is terrible. His decision-making is terrible. It's like there's too many things wrong with the front three in particular for United. Garnacho too, I like him very much, but he keeps showing that he's not quite ready to start games. Like, it's too unpredictable. And that comes back to the unpredictability of youth that I keep talking about. Because some days he looks like the next big thing. Some days too, he looks like somebody who just came out for... Are you talking about Anthony? <laughs> no, Garnacho, but everything I saw... Um, you... you, you, you you make my heart cut. He says some some days he looks good, so my heart cut. No, no Anthony, yeah, he never looks good. Like me. Uh-huh. Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why didn't they call that guy Petri Petri Ribery? The second half, United just collapsed. And Ten Hag, sometimes I don't understand him because in preseason, you were trialing the Sancho at force nine thing. Season starts and you immediately throw it away and you're putting Rashford up top. Last season too, we started the season with Ericsson up top. I don't know 
how we keep ending up in these situations. But it is very, very concerning how when a Ten Hag team collapses, it is a very drastic collapse because it's either we are looking very good or we are looking very bad. In the first half, we're looking good. Um, I saw a stats that said in the first two games of this season, United have created the second most big chances. We've created six big big chances out of the two games we've played. I think the first is Brighton. They've created nine. And United, we've only scored one out of the six big chances. So again, we are seeing the same issues that we're dealing with last season. Finishing. And I don't even want to put it solely on the fact that we don't have a proper striker because Brighton's goals aren't being scored by strikers. They are coming from all over. They are having Mitoma scoring goals. They are having Estupinian, who is a left-back, scoring some. Like, the goals are coming from everywhere. So you can't just say that because you don't have a striker, so we know who's score goal. Everybody has to do their part. Rashford, even though that header was an offside, it shows you what he would have done if it wasn't an offside. He's stupid. There's no way that ball shouldn't have gone even on target at least. Bruno too, I don't know what they do. Ever since they give him the captain's band, his stupidity has just gone back to default settings. I don't know what they do, that guy. That was like, like I feel like if he had scored that goal, the game would have gone very, very differently. Mm-hmm. That header miss was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Those are things that I wouldn't overlook because I I would say that um, yeah, even though they missed chances in the first half, they should have created more because this is a big match and you're playing away against another top six team. So you don't expect that you're going to create an unlimited number of big chances. So the few that you get, you're supposed to take them. And if you take those few big chances in the first half, the game is going to look very, very different. So like... As much as Ten Hag has a lot of questions to answer, particularly in the type of midfield that he's trying to play, why he decided to start Granato again in the second game, why he keeps sticking with Anthony. In the end, the players too also have to answer for themselves because like, you can't keep doing this every time. You can't keep missing big chances every single game and expect that the coach come hold your leg, take the ball, put the net inside. Like, everybody has to take some of the blame. But I'm not going to start ringing alarm bells like how other United fans have been doing because there are still some good things I've seen. Like I said, the chance creation, we are creating good big chances. Unana too, like, he's just brilliant when it comes to his passing and stuff like and he's also made some good saves so it's not all about the ball playing he's made some very very impressive saves too um varan too has been good i think so far in our first two games the only people who have been good in the first two games have been varan and unana lisandro martinez last season he had a terrible start in the um, brighton and the brentford games this season too is continuing like that terrible start again Casemiro had a terrible start last season as well. He's starting the season to the same way. Casemiro, I'm hoping that it is not his age that is catching up with him and it is just last season repeating himself, repeating itself because like some of the um some of the sequences of play that he's been involved in, in have been very concerning and smiling. Yeah. I want to ask you a quick question about Martinez because I feel as though he's going to suffer a lot more this season. His first season, I think he got away with a lot of things. But now, 
they've labeled him as like this this guy that just be reckless. Nankwasini. And so I see him getting a lot more yellow cards and then immediately sus- substituted. Um, him, the thing about him is that he has that South American rashness in him every now and then. It's something that is common with a lot of the South American defenders and DMs. Yeah, I see for Caicedo. I see. I see. Hey, 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 hey. They like to give away very um, silly fouls every now and then. And apparently, it's a mentality sometimes that. It's a mentality that you, you actually can't get past me. If you get past me, I'll make sure you don't walk. If you miss the ball, don't miss the man. Then get that thing about them. Exactly. But, yeah, like, honestly, like, it's, it's and it's not just in the first two games. Even in preseason, we saw some very silly fouls that he gave away that he could have done without. So, it's, it's a concern. And for the fact that he's probably the one player in the team who doesn't have an obvious replacement because all our other centre-backs are right-sided centre-backs. He's the only person whose position is unchallenged. You look at right-back, we have two people there. Left-back, we have two people there. Right-centre-back, we have I mean, two people there. Sure, they come there sometimes. So. Sure, they come there. And Shaw was very impressive as left-centre-back. So if it was up to me, like... Like, Charlie, fuck sure. I'll go put that for my FPL. Bomb me two games, Charlie. <laughs> if anyway, it was up to me, I'd, I'd, st- I'd consider putting Luke Shaw at left centre-back in the next game and put Alvaro Fernandez as left-back because for me, he's also a very brilliant young player. But uh, Ten Hag doesn't seem to like him too much because in this game, he had two goalkeepers on the bench and didn't take Alvaro as part of the travelling squad at all, which is a very silly t- thing for me. Even if it's not Alvaro. Ah, the guy named Alvaro. Yeah, Alvaro Fernandez. <laughs> say, like, say like Alvaro Pichu, like I don't know about Alvaro, Alvaro. <laughs> Pineapple. Pineapple. I beg you. Even if it's not Alvaro that he was putting on the bench, you could have put Hannibal. Like, there are so many things you could have done. I don't see why you should have two goalkeepers on the bench. So, those are the things that I also blame Ten Hag for. Because at the moment, with Mount coming in and us selling Fred, I think we've lost a very key dynamic in our team. Because Fred did things in the team that other people in the team cannot do. So if you're are you talking Fred, about Pastor Fred? Yes, I'm talking about Pastor Fred. Fred, as soon as mm. he sees as soon as he sees wow. the team, they sell their muscles to the devil and then do that jersey and villain and thing. You say, I beg, oh, me, I don't fit do this thing for <laughs> I'm you. not a monk, please. <laughs> I'm not a monk. I'm not a monk. You know, you know one jeopardizing ticket to heaven, so run away quick. And the thing is, if we are selling a player like Fred, He's someone who you have to replace, even though he's not a starter. That thing that he brings on when he comes on as a sub, it is very, very important in certain games. And if you don't replace it, you are going to be in deep trouble. McTominay cannot do that job. Mason Mount cannot do that job. Ericsson Igbo is old. So, like, yeah, in a very, very precarious situation, if you don't replace, that's... Somebody, they live on borrowed time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 somebody say, Ericsson, please, we too, we have a heart. He said, we too, when a heart's no good. Literally, like, it's, it's a very, very concerning thing. Like, we have concerning things in the team, but also, I, I also want to look at the positive sides, because in the end, last season, 
after the first two games, we had zero points. This season, after the first two games, we have three points. It's an improvement. Progress. Progress. They've still lose them. My points give you a poor day. Can I talk about Richard Allison and his cousin Anthony, please? Uh, those Brazilians, I don't know where they go get them a Brazilian passport. They're not Brazilians. First of all, Richard Allison is actually from Scotland. And then Anthony, they, I hear say they come from Nicaragua, but that, that is besides <laughs> the point. Why do they have a much bigger sense of themselves than their actual footballing ability? Like, I don't understand. Richard, Richard Allison, he, they consider him body like he was some senior man, top shatter striker B. We Charlie. I blame the Brazil the Brazil time no because he go to Brazil the coach the talk come say oh he, he can smell goals around around Richarlison he scored some two goals no they hype up he scored against Me, Black Stars that was meanwhile was the guy not scored prem goals eh? he scored on the, on what, the last two games eh I think so hmm. but so I don't <laughs> understand because yesterday I remember when they took him out Charlie he did that they explain. He did, de- hey, he did de- give some, he did de- do, you know that thing where the coaches they do them a hand, them tactical hands, then they do. <laughs> he did de- do some give, uh, what be they, one another bomb way they express this in there, what be that, the man right wing back, what be uh, named there. Hello. Oh, I hear space. bomb, I hear spurs. What's spurs? From my Chelsea. <laughs> What's the name of your right Chelsea wing back? The, the, the dark one. From my Chelsea. <laughs> calm down. The, calm down. What's the name of your right wing back? The one that was on the bench yesterday, not Pedro Poro, that one. Royal? Yeah, that bomb. He had to talk about. Then they explained that ah, Alison go there this sit up. He they doing body like if with the other players and they the pitch top. They know the barb, the tactical uh, uh, something something. So they know they pass to one or something. Meanwhile, for like sixty five minutes, he not do anything. Where the Anthony not there? Charlie, Kukurela cry because I I can't seem to figure out what he's good at. Bro, apart from of course that his his finished spinning that he does. This is a cry. I have not been able to do it. Bro, this is safe. I don't see the spin, bro. Because you know the seat up. Look, I can't like. I've seen like he's a proper transition killer. Like, hey, it, it's terrible. It, it's really bad. Look, let me say this, Anthony. I would honestly say that he's probably the worst value for money signing that United have made. And yes, I know that we've signed Maguire, we've signed Wan Bissaka, we've signed all those guys. But I don't think Wan Bissaka is that bad. Yeah, he's not. I think Wan Bissaka is me, good. Let me explain this. For every big signing that United have made, I can at least rationalize it, whether from the selling club's point of view or from the from United's point of view as a buying club. For Maguire, his transfer fee was pegged against the Van Dyke transfer fee, and if you look at their pedigree before they moved. Honestly, talent-wise, obviously Van Dijk is way ahead. But in terms of pedigree and what they had achieved, Maguire had just come off of a successful World Cup. He was leading the Leicester City backline, all those things. And they pegged it against the Van Dijk transfer fee. Cool. United could have decided not to pay, but they still decided to pay. But I understand why Leicester would value him at that amount. Juan Bissaka, he's a good player, like you said. In, in the things that he's good at, he's good. Um, which apart from crossing, Sancho, yeah, apart from crossing, honestly, make I even add that you know, in the first two games, one Bissaka has only attempted one cross, but let's not go too far. That was the goal. Don't attack my boy, he do one cross, no go ball, make you not talk about my boy like that. So, Sancho, 
obviously like he was good at Dortmund as much as I wasn't too much of a fan of him he was good at Dortmund so like I can understand why his transfer fee was what it was Pogba he was he had very very good pedigree like that's what I want you've gone on and on about Pogba's pedigree before he moved Anthony's like he didn't have a breakthrough season at Ajax he wasn't one of the best players in the Dutch league he didn't have insane numbers so you don't understand why exactly his transfer fee was 100 million he wasn't in the team of the year in the dutch league his numbers were even inferior to what's his name you know um, ajax had another brazilian winger who he came to replace david neres um anthony's numbers weren't even better than david neres's numbers he didn't have like he wasn't ajax's player of the year he wasn't ajax's best forward or attacker or anything so you just wonder why exactly we paid that amount for him because it's not even like you were in a bidding war with another team so they drove up the price or anything you just paid 100 million for him for no reason at all apart from the fact that it won't help Ajax apart from the fact that him him and Ten Hag share the same agency or something so that's enough for investigator honestly because that's the only Thing I can think of. There's no reason why you should I, have paid. Actually, I think Ajax were just playing when they said, oh, 100 million. I think they were just joking. It's very possible, I, I honestly. Went, I, I, because I remember when you signed Anthony, Ajax fans were saying, first of all, 60 to 70 million, Seth, you've been robbed. But 100? 100. You see, all in. You see, and you know, the thing about Anthony is that when I look like at a player like Sanjo, I can see a player who, like, if he was able to get everything together, he would be very, very good. The problem is him getting everything together. When I look at Anthony, I don't think even when he gets everything together, he would look like a 60 million player. And that's my biggest concern. It looks like a player that should be playing for like Nottingham Forest. <laughs> like them go, them go, them go to the source where them fraud them like some cool fifteen million. Where them go carry this one come. Where them figure them go buy from a player where everybody figures it from. But for him to be playing for like, I watched him yesterday and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, like I know my club we sign very bad. We like we do a lot of bad value for money, you know, signings. But this one is I can't see whoever authorized that deal. Whoever did the scouting, whoever paid the money, whoever cashed the money, they must all be investigated, arrested, and jailed. Because that's just, I don't know, this is just fraud. It's fraud at the highest level. I don't understand what's going Fraud. And see, the guy's entire reputation is based on, oh yeah, they're robbing also the cutting and shoot within left. So yeah, even... It's not... There's nothing like, like... There's nothing robbing like about him. Even his shooting is very, very one way. Killing to the top it's left sus. corner. Like, it's sus. It's not, he hardly ever did. Saka self can overtake him plus that cutting and shooting. It's, no, it's not like forget, he has a wide range he's of not, techniques you know to shoot with. Forget Saka. See, uh, the Angelo Kiri will go buy from source, take and give uh, Chelsea lights for this thing, for, for France. Seth is better than uh, Anthony. I know they lie. <laughs> Anthony was someone. He's... Like, but on, on the other hand, too, yeah, your place look extremely unfit. See, that's what I, I, I think it's a big concern for me. Like as a Chelsea fan, when I, nowadays I think I'm an expert in unfit players. When I see a player who's unfit, I can tell because the whole of last in all our players were unfit. And like even I was saying this when 
uh, after the the first game against uh, your your first game against Wolves, against Wolves, it wasn't that Wolves were overrunning you because they were better. It's that your players were just unfit, and Uncle Uncle Casemiro too in fumbles no shed that good like that. So at the, yesterday, like Bisuma was running rings around him. Bisuma and Sa, they were just running rings, rings. And oh, at the point I was feeling bad for him. They were doing flick Sulia and things. And I don't know whether like Mason Mount is supposed to be like his cover or whatever. But that guy's first instinct is not to come back. He can come back sometimes because he has the stamina and he can run around for another 40 minutes if he lets him be. But his first priority or his his instincts, his natural instincts, is not to protect. It's not to help defensively. It's not to it's to bump forward and and vacate space. So to pair him up with Casemiro, I saw a certain lineup for I think it was on the United website or something. It was a four one four one, and I was like, what kind of formation is this? <clears throat> like you don't respect space, fair enough. But like, can you have some respect for your players and the and the fact that Casemiro is like thirty nine or something? Can you just respect him that he can't run around and do all the defensive duties by himself? And so you have to set the team up in a way that defensively they can cover him and help him out. Go three at the back. Maybe that might help or something. But just to play Casemiro as one pivot, not a double, as a, as a single pivot, marshalling a midfield of two, of energy bunnies like Sa, who is strong, athletic, and young, and Bisoma, who is very good on the ball, and, and, and it's also quite strong and athletic. Then, like, what kind of formation, what kind of play, is, is this, like, what kind of tactic is going on here? So I think there's an issue. There's a big issue with your midfield, uh, with the composition of your midfield. And I feel like if Amrabat comes, Mount is benched. Uh, definitely, the midfield composition is very, very suspect because Casemiro keeps getting left isolated too much. Even though in this game, Mount played slightly deeper than the first game but it is still a very very shaky midfield and like honestly Ten Hag just should have found a different profile to sign instead of Mount because I don't see why if you want to play Mount deep you don't just find a player who is more suited to playing deep than finding Mount and trying to mold him into some ideal I don't know what exactly he has in mind but sorry like I said, there are plenty of things that I can blame Ten Hag for, but when I look at the positives, the chance creation and all those things, I think it is not all doom and gloom like some other United fans think it is. Uh, we want to do a bit of profiling with Yvonne. Uh, she is a player development coach uh, currently for two teams. Please help me with her names. Progen and 80s FC. Yes, that's right. Okay, all right, uh, that's good. Um, so obviously, we Ghana footballers have been a bit on on the decline. We've had Corey, who's worked with academies before, um, uh, but obviously we don't see that much development into the team. So we just wanted to bring you one, uh, so you could give us a little bit of highlights. Just highlight what's really going on in the amateur leagues right now. So uh, how long have you been doing this? Okay, I'm my first year, by the way. Oh, this is your first year? Oh, yes. Okay. Right. I'm a newbie. <laughs> how how did you get into it? Um, it was just one time I decided that I, I wanted to do. I wanted to be more than a fan, a football fan. I wanted to to matter directly to the sport, and so yeah, just get involved. 
Okay, so with the current teams which you are working with right now, um, this is these are all, these are both amateur sides. So academy, I work with Progen Academy under tens, and then ABs okay. is amateur. Okay, okay. So I mean, do you see a lot of um, apart from the teams which you work with, just the talent pool of uh, players in this age range, and um, if you have you know any any uh, outlook as to how these young footballers are coming up um, in the current system. Okay. So for Progen, which is um, 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 academy and under 10s, I am seeing a lot more interest. They're building a lot more interest in in football. So at that age, the focus isn't on um, making a career out of football. There are other things that um, football encourages or football uh, puts into young children or young people so we are teaching team spirits we are teaching confidence we are teaching how to um um yes basically those those two things and how to be disciplined by the way and um with the amateur yes we are seeing talent a lot a lot of talent but the problem that cuts across is resources so from pitches to um, logistics to equipment and so we have to thrive regardless of all the obstacles and so yeah that's just what's happening we have to thrive that is Ghana mentality we are resilient too <laughs> it must to come on Ghanaians work miracles it must to come on that, that that's actually pretty good is there any um is there any way that the fa through any capacity whatsoever, I tapped into these um, development teams. No. <laughs> the, the truth is, the truth I is, why. everybody knows what they have to do. It's just a matter of not doing it. The FA knows what to do. Mm. It's just, they are just not doing it. So it's not difficult to find talent. I mean, you can go on the streets, walk on the street and just find talent. But the issue is the issue is also about the system, um, how we are, um, how we decide to um, export the, the players. Um, so that the, the the problem is, once we identify a player that is great, the first thinking is to sell the player for money. Because that's, mean, that, what, that's what exists right now. Yeah, that's what we don't have. So it also it also oh. affects the quality of our leagues and the quality of of the, the, the players that remain in the country. So yeah. So they know what to do. They're just not doing it. Have you engaged with them at any level? That's not my my field. Oh, that but if if you but you are you are um exposed to. That or you fo- you focus solely on the football side of things. Yes, in your first year, you you try to you try to um, establish yourself in football before okay. you engage. I mean, the the stakeholders and the administ- uh, the administrators and all of that. So, okay. Um, is there any you you could you could plug you could plug yourself and let us know where we could actually come and watch um, any matches? I get question. Okay. I mean, yeah. I want to ask this question because I have some players be that are old and I need them to learn how to, to do a, a, a passing and things. Bring them to so, me. So, at what age? Bring uh, them to me. <laughs> uh, but they are above 23 years old. 
Can they still learn how to pass? Ah, they're 23 before for, for football age. Tell them the yeah, truth. Bring them to me. <laughs> We're trying to stop that thing. Yeah, we're trying to stop that thing where we give them football you know age. sometimes, no, okay, you know sometimes we say, oh, this player is not good at this thing, mm-hmm. but the coach can coach him mm-hmm. into being good at it or the coach can help him mm-hmm. to develop. And I'm talking about professional football who are earning money. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is this mentality that we have as fans, is it like, is it true? Does it work? Can, say, Pochettino teach I don't know, a 25-year-old, like, teach Sterling how to, how to, you know, maybe control a pass. I'm not saying Sterling doesn't know how to control a pass. I'm no. just making that example. No, you, no, every, every, every coach, every elite coach is not taxed to teach um, um, players how to do the basic techniques because the whole idea is before you reach the elite level, you already know these things at your uh, fingertips. If a player can't exactly... Um, pass properly, then they need more practice. Football is just about practice. You don't just grab everything at, at the first time. So it, may, it just means they're not practicing, they're not working on their diets, or they're lying about their ages, and those are the issues. So basically, Lukaku is, the, is not practicing. Is he's not. He's not checking his diet. Yeah, yeah. He's going about lying to people. Have you seen Lukaku? Age. Does he look like somebody who checks his diet? Smiley, <laughs> see, say you do him again. Smiley, see, say you do him again. <laughs> you everything, 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 everything you bring everything it back, everything you bring it back to Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> we are saying now, boy. I'm just checking, you know, because okay, if I ask, if I were to ask each and every single one of you, which player has the worst touch, the worst worst touch? Don't think an answer. Everybody else in Lukaku. I don't even know why people are doing like. It's because I brought Lukaku. No, I'm bringing Chelsea back. I'm just asking because he's the most perfect example. But but Yvonne, yeah. is this is there? Like, I think the quality of our football league has really reduced in the country, mm-hmm. and I just want to find out: is this because at the you know under ten level, at the amateur grassroots level, the coaching that is going on is not up to current standards, or the coaching is up to current standards? But as you said, like the lack of resources is drawing people back and preventing them from... Bro, pitch, pitch you safe, know. you will find play plus the voice is a problem. Bro, this is the your hard top. Just talk the thing. Make Bro, the... dude, dude, I, I can't stand the way GFA operates the whole Ghana football thing. So me, I try not, not to talk about it because it vexes me. I've had first-hand experience. I've sat with them and it vexed me because they talk a whole lot of shit and they don't do jackrabbit. They are inept. They, ha- they know what they have to do. They just don't do it. They hinder anybody's progress they hinder anybody trying try to... Anytime we, we, we try to pull money back into the country from transfers and things, then these boys too that they've gone outside to that they've seen this and then they go and talk to them some way and then they, they sign all sorts of things that neglect their grassroots, like where they came from. Bruh, it's, it's a struggle. This, 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 is, this is a sidebar. Um, who, was, who, who was following the Kudus proposed transfer? Me, yeah, I did follow. So that, that last minute thing, wait and say, according to reports, if we are to believe reports, a deal had been struck. Uh, paperwork was yet to be signed. The last minute, his management came and said they were, were asking, was it Brighton or West Ham that was in for him? Brighton. They were, they were asking Brighton, Brighton for, for the release clause. Are they asking for it was, a release it was, clause? It was released. Yeah, asking for a release clause, which is understandable considering the nonsense Brighton has been doing with everyone. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And with Kaiseido. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm, and it's not like you are like from Ajax to Brighton and nobody move away like you should be so desperate to maybe downgrade. Yes, maybe downgrade. I mean, uh, I, I thought it was a wage thing, so I was just thinking in the back of my head that probably Charlie, obviously the guys, guys, guys are but, fucking but, the bag up potentially. But we don't make Ivan answer my question or make he add hey, you know, to the one I asked him. So yes, yes, it has a lot to do with the coaching. Um. I my first year I just learned that you if you want to be a good coach you have to do a lot of reading a lot of practice yourself and so before now before I mean um, a lot of teaching God in like a lot of coaching and a lot of teaching went to the coaching it was basically what you know so it was based on your intelligence and how you feel it 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 has it football has to go, how the techniques have to be. But now every coach that goes to the, the the coaching school, the GFA coaching school, the calf line sensing has a manual that we operate with. So um, you always have to reference what you've been taught in, 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 in coaching school. So yes, when it comes to um, the state of our development of football, it's a lot has to do with coaching, how coaches are groomed. Um, yes. So, if if there's anyone listening who wants to um, pursue, because I, I don't know, I, I, I maybe I should even ask whether there's something. Else. Smiley wants you, to be a you coach. Want to pursue this Smiley now. wants to be a coach. See, Long term. I'm a 20 year veteran of football manager. So. Me that you all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> me that you all. <laughs> my save, my save. They catch like 2085 or something. Like I regions or regions. Bro. Maza. <laughs> yeah, Yvonne. Um, if this is something that somebody wants to, uh, you know, take on and pursue, uh-huh. uh, where where could they start from? If you could offer any advice. Okay. Um, if you go to the your um federation so we have the greater Accra federation so you go to the asante regional federation the office and you go and register your interest and you take it from there pay your bribe so you feel we have a platform okay like uh, at least let's give some credibility small small i'm not even you, hyping it like, like, you i'm not even like trying to like you will pay a bribe <laughs> no <laughs> else your form will lie there your registration won't be processed if you fill a form and you pay your money and then you pay your money it'd be registration fee it'd be registration fee uh, uh, processing so fee I, processing I just give up different fee. processing fee processing fee I should say uh, digital digital charge self credit demo oh people there okay so you go to your federation uh, register interest fill forms and then um, pay processing fee or registration fee. Yeah, so your regional association, regional association, right? Okay. So, yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Thank. Thank you, Yvonne, so uh, for shedding a bit of light into the development of our future stars. Hopefully, hopefully, some of your guys will make it into the national team, so you can say that yeah, you were there, sir. <laughs> Unless yes, you pay yes, a I, <laughs> I just want to say I know that guy's coach. That be all me want. Mm. Nobody is selected for Black Stars on merit. 
Charlie. <laughs> you just say you dear. Hey. Brown no, paper no, bag. I, uh-huh, I Look, was asking, I was asking where ground. we could catch, where we could catch, where we could catch your teams playing, and um, all you right, know, you can give a, a a plug if you need to. Okay, so we train. Uh, Project FC trains um, on Tuesdays, Fridays, four thirty to six pm, and on Saturday mornings, eight thirty am to ten am. So this we we, we will start. It resumes September next next month. Resume training September, and ADS okay. FC re- resumes in October, and we play um, every two weeks at the um, Asamoah Jan Astrotef Accra Academy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, we don't have too much left to talk about. I think the only thing which is left on the board was a bit of transfer news. So I spoke earlier about Mitrovic moving. We have more movement to Saudi Arabia. Um, all all of a sudden, it's not. It's not. There's no conspiracy theory against Chelsea because of Saudi. Cool. Now that the money is being bro, spread across, bro, bro, I go meet your man. It'd be cool. <laughs> no, I, I was about to say that, and now what? And what transfer uh, uh, analysis do you say that Mitrovic be forty five, be fifty million player? Uh, top scorer in the championship. Um, How many seasons ago? Two seasons I mean, ago. Two, just two seasons. Two seasons ago, ago <laughs> prolific in the Premier League last season was Fulham's yeah. top scorer. And he's quite prolific in the championship. Actually. Yeah, he's brought them up twice. He's a, he's a international. He's an international. He actually player. has a very impressive record for the national team. I think yeah, he yeah. scored. He's the captain over as forty well. goals or something. Yeah. Yeah. So forty-five doesn't seem 50 so. Fifty million. It doesn't seem so. Considering that people they sell them at DMs hundred million. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, strikers too. Yeah. Ah, come on. How old is he? Twenty-eight. There. Yeah. I thought twenty eight. Okay, uh, I thought he was in his thirties. Yeah, where he where he to be picking man? Say Charlie, the European only no save the football there again, Charlie. Oh, but Serbian, what if you think you go play for Africa? You go play, pay him that money, so you go go. <laughs> I don't know what you try, chat. But yeah, the the news which obviously has rocked, has rocked it. I mean, that's the thing. It's only I I think it's only people who have watched his career would have something to say. But it was confirmed uh, sometime last week that PSG had agreed had agreed on a fee, had agreed a fee with Al Halal of uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um I don't know the figure. It was uh, either 90 or 90 90. Yeah, obviously there was news about the his pay package to some ridiculous number be 300 million over the two years that he's, he will be, he's contracted to play there. Um, something about post, they're paying him per post to promote uh, Saudi Arabia. It's just wow. But then Neymar um, has ended his time in Paris and Europe, at least for the foreseeable future, and is joining Cristiano Ronaldo, Sadio Mane, um, all these flew of. Uh, former European stars uh, over in uh, over in the Middle East. Now, the only reason why this is on the board is because my man feels very, very hurt that potential a, a, a star has fallen down all the way in the desert. But you know, 
they have money to burn right now, and it looks like an actual competitive league because already them played two matches. Ronaldo and team no win one save. Then then they play some finals. We relax him. Yeah, and we don't even talk about Messi. He chopped his first cup for. Let's not talk about Messi. He's happy. Let's not talk about Messi. Shall be cool for where he But before Smiley go can't do in dissection, then listen. I just want to give him some some cool stats before he goes. Start. It, it, one it includes Chelsea. No, definitely not. He said definitely. One hundred and eighty-six matches in six seasons. Make it continue. That'd be all. <laughs> Look, this is a very heartbreaking thing for me. Because everybody knows as me, I love Neymar a lot. And we throw the word, we throw the term generational talent about with all sorts of players. I hear people in the call Rashford uh, generational talent in the call Saka generational Just... talent in things. Well, Saka maybe. This is the way I for any day. Shut up. Say you won't do your boy. You won't do your like we throw it about a lot, but like when it comes to proper proper generational talents, Neymar is one of those people who is at the top of the mountain. Like he should be right up there with Messi, Ronaldo, in my opinion. So to see how his career has gone, not just for him going to Saudi Arabia now, but even ever since he went to PSG, like it was all downhill from the moment he left Barcelona, which was even for very stupid reasons because he left Barcelona so that he can go and be the main man at PSG and win all the big titles. And in the end, he didn't win anything at PSG that he couldn't have won without him. Farmers League trophies. So, so it's, it's very, very painful because... This is someone who should have had a much, much better individual career. Because, and the funny thing is, he already has a legendary career. Even before going to PSG, he already had a legendary career. At the time he was going to PSG, he was already like close to the Brazilian scoring record. He had already scored over 200 career goals, over 200 assists, won the Champions League, won La Liga. Like He already had all the things that were enough to call this person a legendary player. So the fact that all he needed to do was just make that last step to Ballon d'Or status and he could never quite do it. It's very, very painful for me because I, I think about it and I don't think he's had one particular season where he was an actual front runner for the Ballon d'Or. He's had two seasons where he was on the podium, but being on the podium... I don't think it's the same as being a front runner for the award because you could be on the podium, but nobody really expects you to win. Like sometimes it's Messi uh, and Ronaldo. I swear, I swear money has been on the podium. Why are they like? <laughs> yeah, nobody has been, like <laughs> Messi and Ronaldo. There are plenty of years where it's Messi and Ronaldo can and we, some third guy. Think about, let's not forget my boy Georgie Neil. Look at that. Look at that. All these niggas all like it's it's like you know chat to Euro one time European best midfielder in one. Charlie, Charlie, yeah. Charlie, Charlie. So, so it's like. If, if, like a player like him, even if he's not going to win it, there should have been at least one year where you can see that, oh, then cheats this guy, he should have won it. 
like how Snyder has that year where everybody says that he should have won it. That kind of thing. You cannot point to one season for Neymar where you can say that this guy should have won the Ballon d'Or. He's had great seasons and stuff, but he was never quite there. So for him to just give it up and go there at this point, like it's very painful because I, uh, Barcelona was also interested in bringing him there, even though apparently it was more of a club decision than a Xavi decision because Xavi wasn't too keen on bringing him back. But I think Barca was still interested in bringing him back. I was hoping he'd take that move and just have one last go at it. Also bring some small um, enjoyments back to La Liga because at the moment, it seems like they're on their knees. They can't sign anybody. Like The clubs all no go- hold money. They are even being outspent by the French league and Bundesliga and stuff. Like they are in a bad place right now. And I feel like Neymar could have just gone there, going to bring some excitement, have Charlie some smiley. small these niggas are pulling levers. Charlie, okay. niggas are pulling le- levers. How are they going to even pay this boy? Uh, I mean, apparently Barca was open to a hey, PSG was it open means- to a own kind of thing before. Ah. Also, so then they go sack two boys, make space for Neymar. It'd be shit. Then they can't sell and so far yeah. they can buy Neymar. Yeah. Okay, before he sold Usman Dembele, so like Dude, they still have to sell they more. And so far they still have to sell more, bro. Money no deal. Money no deals. Honestly, hmm. like honestly, me, I was just hoping that that Barca move would materialize because I just hope that you just have one last go at it. Just just to secure one ballon d'or at least just so that we go take Satiwana body because the Saudi like I know everybody's going there now and everything and honestly the Saudi Arabia thing it's going um they are being smarter about it than I expected. Because right now if you notice it's not just about signing flashy forwards to come and garnish the stuff. Now they are they, starting they are building teams they are signing proper left backs center backs just today, I heard um, um, Laporte is going to Al Nasser or something. Like, they're mm. signing, they're filling the teams with proper, proper players. So, it's not just what we expected that they're just going to sign old men to fill the teams and get some easy views and stuff. So, even though, like, they are building good teams and stuff, like, it's still very, very disappointing. And that not just that, like they've also signed a whole director of football for the Saudi League. Which is former, if I say you will say it's because, but former Chelsea and former Monaco uh, director of football, oh, Michael. I can't help it. The guy works for Chelsea and Monaco. What can I say? Can I lie? I can't lie. So they signed him to be like director of football for like their FA or for like their league or something like that. So he will kind of like identify the talent. Because you know Saudi PIF buys the player and then they, they give it to a team where they like. <laughs> they are look looking like, my, I don't understand my, their model, bro. They have you the don't PIF. Need to no, it. Look, they said the they PIF have, own like what, like four teams? Am I like four or six teams? No, the PIF is in charge of signing players for four teams. Bro, they don't own the teams. Bro, so the teams then get you, their own. Owners. How are they even competing? They, how are these teams even? This is a conflict of interest. You it's not a conflict of interest. Like because the other teams to them to then get money. No, how that's not what I'm talking about. Then t- that's what I'm talking how about. If you fuck then they might Why does there. one owner have four teams in the league? Because he's the Saudi government hedge fund. That's my point. Said so the league said be Sanquas. Because what is already it's, it's like it's rigged. 
Like, can you imagine the government of but England saying top... that, okay, right now, we they take Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, we they come sign players for them, the rest, they that, sort uh-huh. out their own affairs. Uh, see, 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 see how you go do up. See how you go do up. Don't yeah. get up. Hey, 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 Chelsea, which, which player do you want? Arsenal, which, which player do you hey. want? You know, I can't be with this question. Do you want hire? Yes, well, you, you already signed everybody. Make you keep quiet. <laughs> I remember you are. But at the end of the day, the Saudi PIF, no, I think they are just trying to because they think like if we support, don't forget there are teams going to play in this golf or Arab League, Arab Champions League. So they play against like Qatar and UAE and other teams from those countries. So they are. They, I think what they are thinking is let's support our best four. So that when they go into this continental huang huang ding ding, they can they can do well, and Saudi Arabia will be like on top basically. Uh, the others, all of you, you are owned by some prince or something. So you you have money, go go and buy your own place. I think that's what's going on there. Rant over. Yeah, we finish. As we don't get money like Saudi there, so now. Okay. Um, I'll shout out the last. I'll shout out the. The winner of this, or the one who's topping this game week on fantasy. Um, you know, I'm excited. <laughs> by the name of Della Fred, uh, owned by Fred Tata, is currently oh. leading the um, the league with 138 points. Um, I think last bro, week. Cool down. Make you mommy cool down. Yeah, Just make you cool down. Position there in points. Oh. Give me. I'm smiling. You for scroll, oh. you for scroll, you for scroll. Tell me, can like, make make it. You go explain. You saw some wild card. You saw some somebody who play wild card second week. Triple captain. Alamances, guys. Wait, wait. No, but you guys, are you really? Are you are you aware of where Smiley is right now? Okay. They're like 85. No, we get 80, we yeah. get 85 people in the league right now. In the Gambia League. Smiley in the Gambia League. I Yes. Let's be circumspecting our speech. Smiley, Make, go drop your forms. Go drop your forms for, you for GFA right now. Go coaching course. Hurry up. Let me, My friend, hurry up. Let me give you the background of the situation. First of all, I get Rich James and Tyrone Mings for my team inside. Both of them get injuries. I could not have foreseen this. On top two, Maguire was supposed to be signing for West Ham. We are things in my eye tier. So me, I was, I was trying to stay one step ahead of the game. So me, I go sign Maguire, put my team inside. The deal for... But this is what you tell me. You, you, you activate your wild card. So you know, your transfers were unlimited. On top two, on top two, I get Estupinian on my bench. He get like eleven points. This is my bench. Too. Uh, Charlie, me, I pick them out of pure luck. Either Metoma, as I say, the two, the last two weeks or them, they produce them bang, bro. Mm. Um, last week too, I get Harvey Bounce on my bench. He get ten points. Smiley, just, this is the bench. Too. Smiley, <laughs> I'm, I'm really questioning you <laughs> because you said ahead of the camp. <laughs> Maguire, bro. Maguire. Maguire. <laughs> no, but bro. Honest, Back when Maguire was at Leicester, like he was a regular, like oh, man, he, was man, man, man. Was, he was to be saying, "Man, man, man, man." He was on corners. Harvest, like, Harvest <laughs> says, "Still, still, still, recover." What, <laughs> what, uh, uh, Maguire for recover from? If you go like championship, no, go building. You see me? I was thinking long term. If you go mountains, I was thinking long term. I was thinking if I sign him for a low price, if he come there, boost in price just by being a starter for West Ham, then I sell and buy a new one. You see, I'm an investor. I'm an investor, so like I didn't look ahead. Most money. I buy the dip. I didn't <laughs> carry the league. 
You didn't carry me on the leads owner. I rest my case. I rest my case. But yeah, shout out to Della Fred, uh, who is currently leading the the league. Uh, one more one more game to go for game week two. Um, when Arsenal go to uh, Selhurst Park tomorrow, so we'll be back next week to cover that game and also uh, matches from but game week. We don't need. Oh no no no! You there go here, am. Crack, oh, crack what no do day. they mean by no need? Oh, no day. You make like you say we don't push the recording to tomorrow. Just so say, you know, everybody will talk them out on. Like, we go get them fresh. But yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll, we'll... Then the air, air, air for top. Oh, you will hear them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. If you haven't already, please do want to like and subscribe. Uh, share the podcast wherever you are um, on your favorite podcast platform. Um, you can also hit us up at ATW Podcast GCR on Twitter. Uh, after the whistle podcast on YouTube and uh, sorry, last one, TikTok words. After the whistle. After the whistle as well. All right, guys, we've come to the end of the episode. Thank you so much, Corey, Van Gelder, Smiley. Thank you, Yvonne, for joining us as well. It was a pleasure talking to you. Hopefully, we'll get you um, if Spurs are somehow leading later on the season. <laughs> Subway somehow. If that's it to happen. Charlie, why are you to attack this? Unnecessary violence. Unnecessary violence. Spurs leading the pack. Spurs leading the pack. What a joke, man. Oh, oh, oh. I said not London Derby. We'll call it back. Just just, 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 just for shaggy reasons. <laughs> As we give them home and away last season, I never so if them score Arsenal right now because then they can't play Ange ball. What, what you go? What you post go ball. Ah. Post ball. Let's see. May the best man win. But I know say we know we go win. That's word to mama. All right, guys. Thank you so, 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 so much. We'll catch you on the next one. ATW dominates the conversation. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.